welcome, Joshua. Very tempting for me to not step in there. Stepped in anyway, didn't you? Yeah. Hello and welcome, bug catchers, to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Tannerupt, aka Tanner Greenring. Camerupt. Yep, you got it. And I am joined, as always, by the eternal intro interrupter, <laughs> Fjellipper. Pelipper. AKA Joshua Fjellstad. Hello, Josh. It's a gross pelican. Hello, Tanner. Have you ever seen the thing where pelicans like push their mouth guts up with their neck meat and they've got this little like thing sticking out of their mouth? No. Let me look it up. Pelican neck mouth. <laughs> Do a Google search for pelican neck mouth. <laughs> You're going to hate it. Oh, no. They sort of jam it's their... It's like they put their neck, neck vertebrae in their neck. In their mouth. Why would they do this? It's yucky. Pelicans are gross birds and gross animals. Nobody needs to eat that much fish. And Pelipper is, is a gross Pokemon. Probably you make me barf material, right? I would hope so. I would hate to make an amendment this early in the episode, but... <laughs> I'm not seeing it on here. <laughs> oh, really? You can go ahead and throw that on there. Amendment. Yeah. Amendment to the You Make Me Barf list, Pelipper. God, you're just going to add everything by the end of this. In my defense, Pelipper, probably looking at the Gen 3 sprite, I probably thought, that's not so bad. But then looking at these images of real-life pelicans jamming their neck vertebrae up through their mouth... It has swayed me. I don't think that's fair. What? No, it's... Can I make a ruling on this? I feel like that's not fair to judge it against the real animal. Hey, the You Make Me Barf, <laughs> just like the Sweeties, You Make Me Barf is is solely the discretion of the, the arbiter, in this case, me. All right. And my criteria for selecting You Make Me Barf is solely my own. Don't tread on me. And if it's because I think real pelicans are gross, then Pelipper's a you make me barf. Also, it's bad. It's not a good Pokemon. Joshua. Yes. Last week, we took on Flannery and got the heat patch. Yeah. This week, we had a, a little aperitif, a little tasty morsel of a leg. Thank God. So tasty and so brief that I texted you last night on our normal record night and said, Hey, this leg was a little too brief. Do we want to try to juice a little more uh, gameplay out of the game this week? And you said, yes, let's. And we found some side quests to do at this stage. Yeah. Because we took on Daddy this week. We had some Daddy issues. And we got the balance badge, which comes with a little perk called HMO3. Surf. Surf. Surf, baby. Which opened up a whole world of Hoenn for us, didn't it? Yeah. And it let us take care of some side quests, so while we were looking for a little more gameplay, we took care of a couple side quests this week. But first, Joshua, we find ourselves high atop Mount Chimney in Lava Ridge Town, having just defeated Flannery, and off we are on our adventure. A new dawn breaks, a new leg of Pokemon, Ruby and Sapphire begins. We head east. We're buoyed by 
Flannery's gift of go goggles. Go goggles, yes. We make our way down to the formerly impenetrable desert. Route 111. So we explained last week, and I will explain again now just to, to clarify. It turns out that my tier lists were bullshit. Yeah. They were generated poorly and indiscriminately by a non-expert, a.k.a. me. And luckily, thanks to our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, a Reddit user and a bug catcher named Somersault Boy, an independent watchdog, yes, did a peer review kind of whistleblow, <laughs> like Panama paper expose. Yeah, he blew this whole thing sky high <laughs> on my tier list. They, I should say, I don't know Somersault Boy's affiliation, but they peer reviewed my sheet. They saw some glaring errors, which is notably that, like, it seems as though the tier lists I found were for Gen 1, 2, and 3 Pokemon, but they were written with the latest gen in mind because a lot of them were like, these Pokemon mega evolve. Bunk. You know? It was bunk. Which is like not something that these Pokemon do at this stage. Right. So Somersault Boy did their own updated tier list, severely cut back on the number of Pokemon I have access to, and eradicated some Pokemon that I was very busy leveling, a.k.a. Aaron. R.I.P. Aaron. Sweetie. So last week before our battle and episode with Mike and Kevin from Pokesports, I did spend a little time on Route 111 catching and training a ball toy. Yeah. But now you have also made your way to Route 111, Josh. Well... Did I not say that last episode that I spent a little time there too and I caught a Pokemon of my own? You didn't bring one of those Pokemon to the no. to the match last week. I will be revealing a Pokemon that is based on Pokemon that I caught there, but it's a descendant of those Pokemon. Okay. If you want to reveal the name of the Pokemon, you're welcome to. You're on your own journey, man. I just want to wet the bug catcher's appetite. Okay. Route 111 is a brief little area that is a desert, and it has a constantly raging sandstorm, which is animated on the overworld map now. And it also means every battle that you do, you have to take sandstorm damage, which made training there an absolute nightmare. Yep. But they got some good mon in those desert sands. We did some leveling. We caught some Pokemon. We killed some Pokemon. We found some fossils. Yeah. Part of the updated peer-reviewed tier list that I got from Somersault Boy had one of the two fossils on it as an A-tier Pokemon, and it was the Claw Fossil. So I texted you last week and said, I'll be taking the Claw Fossil, thank you. You may have the Root Fossil. It's what I would have wanted anyway, but I don't care. Are you going to be using whatever horror show comes out of the... <laughs> Le Leap comes out of the Root Fossil. I think they're both potentially you make me barf Pokemon. It evolves into Credilly. Cradily? I don't know. Ugh. It's a rock grass Ugh. Pokemon. Here's the thing about the fossils. Why are the fossil Pokemon all so bad and ugly? I think like, they're cool. I actually like all of they them. They could be dinosaurs. They could be dinosaurs, but they're not. They're like prehistoric plants and like bugs. Aerodactyl's a dinosaur, basically. Yeah, but it's like an ugly dinosaur. And you don't find the really cool stuff all the time. Like, you're usually finding, like, bugs and plants. Uh, uh, 
I've seen museums full of dinosaur bones. What are you talking about? Have you ever seen Jurassic Park? Yeah, but that's just because they got rid of all the other shit. The other shit's in the back room, and we're getting all the back room leftovers. I just feel like the fossil game is a little bunk in the, in these games. I want a cool fossil. I don't want a fucking root. I mean, I do think most of the time they're not worth the amount of effort you have to put into it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think they're okay. Omastar obviously is gross, but I think it's interesting still. Kabutops is cool. Aerodactyl is cool. I think, what do you get? Armaldo? <laughs> I got Onorith. The evolved form is Armaldo, I think. And he turns into Armaldo, which is like a weird name for a Pokemon. It just sounds like a man's name again. Yeah. It's like, hello, my name is Armaldo. Yeah, and I think its design is all, is okay. It's kind of weird. I think Cradilly's interesting. I think they have like interesting Ugh. designs at least. I think Cradilly's so ugly. But I'm not using them. Armaldo is is kind of cool looking, but Anorith is gross. And it's like, I don't want to like sit through Anorith to get to Armaldo. And also, Armaldo's only A tier. And as you will discover later, I'm I've got my sights set on a a certain schematic of Pokemon team. I don't really know why you're going through some sort of crisis, but I had an existential crisis this past week. I tell you why I'm going through a crisis, Josh. Your team's already good. Yeah, I know they're good. You don't need to tell me. You beat me when I was down, and that's never going to happen again. I had two Psychic-type Pokemon, and I had two Flying-type Pokemon, and I was just like, God, I don't have any diversity. Where's my Electric-type, you know? I know you're going to have Flying-type. I need Electric. So I got to find an electric. I was like, what else do I need? Maybe a poison? You don't like need a poison. I could use a fighting. Yeah. So I got to diversify my team a little bit, which is what this this crisis of, of conscience that I'm having lately is about team diversity more than anything. So I'm hunting on. I'm back on the hunt, man. Me and you are in the same boat. <laughs> I just, I'm making like a new team every week. Remember that meme where two muscly arms are coming in from either side and grabbing on? Yeah. And it's just like, hunting Mon, man. Yeah. Your arm says like, hunting Pokemon because they're all bad and ugly. Right. And Maya says, hunting Pokemon because he needs to max out his stats. Still not quite good enough. <laughs> like, oh, A tier. Oh, I don't have time for that. I'm aiming for S and S plus only. God. S plus. You forced my hand. I, you won. You were never going to beat Mike. Yeah. Neither of us was ever going to beat either of them. Oh, wait till the end of this game when we take them on again. I'm going to crush all of you like the Spinner X you are. There was another thing in Route 111, which I need your assistance on. There's a rock formation in the south. What did it look like? I believe that there's a legendary Pokemon slumbering there. Yeah. It's Regirock. Regirock, but I'm unsure of how to unlock its secrets and get Regirock. There are three areas in this game that each have a legendary Regirock, Regice, Registeel. I don't remember when we get access to them, but it's definitely not yet. It's got to be endgame stuff, right? Yeah. There isn't even an indication on how to do it. It's absolutely not accessible at this point. Okay, well, fuck those guys then. Did you encounter the, like, Ruin Maniac trainer? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? The thing that sh struck me about the Ruin Maniac was, like, this model and trainer type seems totally unique to this one trainer in this one spot. Yeah, there's not going to be ruins everywhere. This is taking up valuable, <laughs> like, cartridge space, and you've, like, 
we got to have one ruin maniac in the Route 111 <laughs> desert. And like they're obsessed with such specific things like, oh, I'm obsessed with ruins, so I have to be by the ruins all the time. Get a life. Yeah. Do you mean an archaeologist? Yeah. It's like an unqualified archaeologist. <laughs> it's like he, he flunked out of uh, archaeology school. After Route 111, I had, I, I, I will admit it was a moment of weakness. I was summoning the mountain back up to Fall Arbor Town. Okay. And going up the fiery path, and there was a boulder that needed to be pushed, and I didn't have the Pokemon on me that I had taught strength to, so I retaught it to Marsh Stomp. Ooh. Knowing that the move tutor is in Fall Arbor Town. So. I taught Marsh Stomp strength, and I pushed the boulder, and whatever. Like, I went through a cave, and there was a firestone, and it was pointless. I get to Fall Arbor Town, and I go to the Move Tutor's house, and I'm like, Hello, Move Tutor. Just taught my Pokemon a dumb HM. Please untrain it now so that I can teach it Surf. And it costs a heart scale to get a Move Tutored. Oh, you have two things mixed up. Move Tutor and Move Deleter, who I mentioned, are different. I don't know if he's a Move Tutor or a Move Deleter. But it's like, a Move Tutor, yeah. Move Deleter is in Lily Cove City, so we're not even there yet. Move Jesus. Deleter, you can just delete any move. So Move Tutor can teach your Pokemon any move that it ever can learn, past or present. Okay. The idea there is like, oh, I accidentally, like in a moment of panic taught my Pokemon a new move over a move that I wanted it to have. So you pay a heart scale, and then you can get back that move. And I don't have a heart scale. They're obnoxious. And I don't know where to get a heart scale. It's a fish scale, basically, and you can get them off of Love Discs, Ugh. which is a fish Pokemon that I don't love. Disc. <laughs> I can already tell I'm going to hate it. I just can tell by the name. I'm sure I put it on the You Make Me Barf list. Love Disc. Sounds like a sex toy. I don't, and I don't always want to bring it there, but the name Love Disc sounds you like You haven't even looked kind of... at it. It's just a water type Pokemon. It's kind of cute. It's just like pointless. Is it on the You Make Me Barf list? It's on your list. Yeah. I don't love it. I just think it's pointless, but I, Josh, I don't think it's ugly. I don't think it's ugly. I'm stuck with this fucking Marsh Stomp with strength now. So <laughs> you need uh, you need a super rod, and then you have to encounter or capture. Where am I going to get a super rod? I don't know. We don't get it yet. I haven't even come across the good rod. I think we get the good rod in the next leg. I haven't even come across that good rod. So... You encounter love discs, and you can either, using Thief, try to steal a heart scale off of them with a 50% chance, or you can battle them and capture them, and then they might have a heart scale. Is that a 50% chance? Yeah, it's a 50% chance. I mean, that's a pretty good percentage, at least. Like, I don't mind catching a bunch of love discs and, like, killing them for their heart scales. You can also use Item Finder on beaches, and occasionally you'll pick up heart scales there as well. Okay. So there's several beaches around Mauville that you could try to do it. But you're telling me that I can't even delete strength yet? No, not until Lily Cove. <sighs> oh, 
I don't want strength on this thing. That's why my, even if I choose to have a slacking on my team, which is TBD, that's why my Vigoroth is ruined at the moment. I know. Because it's got cut and fucking rock smash, and that's a big reason that I got wrecked last week. So imagine my surprise when I can't delete strength from this fucking Pokemon, and now my fucking heavy hitter has a shitty-ass HM move that like I can't even get rid of. Fuck. Pop down Route 115. Nothing notable here, and then I, I make my way to Rustboro City, home of the Devon Corp. There it is. I go in. I drop off my Claw Fossil. Yeah. I saved my game. I picked it up the next day. I went back in. I picked up my claw fossil, and I got an Anorith. Yeah, He's gross, and I don't like him, and he, he shan't be joining the team, even though Armaldo is a tier, and he could potentially have a spot on the team. I just don't really like it, and I have a totally admirable and handsome bug-type Pokemon already called Ninjask. You gotta have some standards. What is Anorith? Is he bug? Bug rock. Rock is just like... I have no interest in rock. I don't care about rock either. This is coming from the guy who ran a fucking golem for an entire game last season. Yeah, but I wasn't expecting it, and I eventually had to put the kibosh on it. Yeah, I'm just not interested in rock. I'm not interested in the the dirt. Yeah. Did you make a visit to Devon and drop off your fossil? I did, and I didn't pick it up because I know what's in there, and I don't particularly care. Um, It's the leap. But I did chat with mr stone again oh steven's lover yeah i have not checked in with mr stone should i yeah he was so happy that we delivered his love letter to steven he gave me experience share a pokemon podcast that's the name of our show yeah it's wild fuck man i could have used a goddamn experience share this week yeah I didn't do it until I had already put in most of the training on my fucking new Pokemon also. That sucks. Okay, I'm going to go pick that up. And it's still a held item in this gen, so it's still great. It benefits the one Pokemon that's holding it, and it gets 50% of the EXPs being divvied up. Yeah, that would have been nice. I don't have it, and I'm going to go get it because I got some plans for my team. Anyway, that was a brief jaunt through Rustboro. On our way back to... Pedalberg. We're making our way downtown. <laughs> passing Route 104, passing Pedalberg Woods, and I'm homebound to Pedalberg City. Which is where which is where wow. do you hear the fireworks? It's like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're in a war zone. Like, what kind of fireworks are these? It's like I I the so Bugcatchers, I'm in Brooklyn, and it is mid-June, which means, of course, everyone is lighting off fireworks from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. every single day. For like two months. It's like, you must have spent hundreds of dollars on these fireworks. Like, you're literally lighting them off nonstop for seven hours every night. Yeah. The city of Brooklyn doesn't even have that kind of budget for fireworks. Right. (laughs) Plus, hasn't everybody heard of Pokemon? Like, play some Pokemon. Play some Pokemon. The fireworks luckily don't seem to bother either my dog nor my son, so I mostly just don't give a shit about them, but... That's good. Builds character. Now that it's it's disrupting my podcast, I won't have it. (laughs) Anyway, so I didn't get the the experience here, but I did make my way south to Pittleburg City, where I met up with Daddy. 
Norman. Norman. And I took him on, and Joshua, I would love to talk about Norman, and I would love to talk about my battle at the Pedalbrook Gym, and we will as soon as we get back from this break. All right, if you insist. Joshua, it's time to face Daddy, isn't it? We haven't seen our dad in months. He doesn't even care, you know? Time to teach him a lesson. He sent us off. He was like, go sow your wild oats and go... Oh, man. What? Can we even do that yet? Sow our wild oats? I mean, what am I, 12? I think by that age, I was sowing my wild oats quite a bit. (laughs) I think that was like prime sowing wild oats years. You might be right. Okay. He sent us off into the world to do some battling. I think last time we saw him, we were just babes still suckling on the teat. We were like, I want to take you on, Dad. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, what do you have, a level eight Torchic? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, set, come back in a few years, and he just sends us out into the wilderness. But we're back, and we're back to destroy our daddy once and for all. And he is the head of Pedalberg Jim, the gym has this aggravating setup where it's like branching rooms and each room has like a theme. It's trick housey. I still have not gone to trick house and I I don't and I won't be. <laughs> I got a timer ball. I went there again and I got a timer ball this time as a reward. You went back? Yeah, there are trainers in there. It's a good place to train. Oh, that is a good way place to train. What are their levels like? Do they level up with you? Yeah. Really? They're like 20 something right now. Okay. They could be higher but they could be a lot lower. Okay. And there aren't a lot of places to train at this point in the game. You have to take what you can get, and if that means hanging out in a pervert stranger's weird house, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to do. I did a lot of training in the water around Petalburg City, which was very aggravating because every now and then you'd get like a Azumarill or a uh, Tentacool who was like level 28. And I was like, great, I can get some fucking XP off this thing. And then other times you would get a tentacool who's like level 10. I noticed that. Give me some consistent goddamn levels, dudes. Yeah. Anyway, we're back at Pedalbrook Gym. It's got this branching sort of like rooms thing where each room has a trainer in it and two doors. And the two doors lead to, to two other rooms, each with a trainer in it and two other doors all culminating in the final door, which leads us to daddy. Each door has like a theme, so you can choose like, oh, do I want to deal with a speed-boosted Pokemon, or do I want to deal with like a Pokemon that can't have any status changes or something? And they use like guard specs or X speeds or X defense or whatever. Yeah. I took the speed route, the left route. Okay. I don't know if you took that one. I took every route, Josh. Oh, you could go back and do the other side, too? You can do every room. Yeah, I did every room. Damn it. I didn't do that. I think you missed, like, six trainers. Oh. There's a lot of fucking trainers in this place. Oh, you did all the branches, too? Man, I fucked that up. I did every single branch. Well, okay. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven trainers total, plus Norman. So, eight. Well, good for you. You haven't been to the trick house at all, so... And I shan't be going. It sounds like it's full of perverts. Anyway, tell me about the X speed room. In the speed room, you face a woman, a young woman, who has a Delcaddy. Yeah, I like Delcaddy. And 
Dale Caddy's Joshy's Sweetie, baby. Okay. I should have seen that coming. Fucking obviously. You seen this thing? It's very cute. It's just like a fancy cat. It's got like a little, uh, one of those little pillows you it's wear got on like a long It's got like an airplane-like pillow. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be in comfort no matter what position or location <laughs> it's in. It's always prepared to sleep uncomfortably sitting like up. lounge. Yeah. Yeah. It's got little pom-poms that are dangling off of that, and it's got like fluff on the fluff of its ears. In a former life... God, Del Caddy's sweet. I was on the international team at the company we used to work for, which meant that I traveled quite a bit. And I am a bad flyer. I'm afraid of flying. And it was insane that I ever had a job that required me to fly like four times a year around the world. That was wild. For like 13-hour flights to Japan and Australia and shit. I'd like text you casually like some week and I'd be like, hey, you want to get some drinks this weekend? You're like, oh, sorry. No, I'm going to be in Germany or whatever (laughs) i really struggled to find a sleep pillow solution that worked for me and i really tried just about everything and what ended up kind of being the thing that did it was um prescription narcotics and alcohol right classics and just uh falling asleep in whatever position you find yourself in because you're so zonked out on clonopin yeah and red wine so that's the Del Caddy lifestyle. I'm looking at Del Caddy and I'm seeing someone who's <laughs> who's ingested a lot of clonopin and red wine. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always on cloud nine. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. And it's got a fun attitude. I could see a playthrough someday for one of us that's cat lady. Oh yeah. Where you just have a bunch of cats. I think we need like one or two more gens to really get it up there. To get enough cats to make that viable. Yeah, I mean, we should really wait until, uh, is it Gen 7 where you can get the... Oh, Incineroar? Yeah. I think a, a Cat Lady playthrough would be pretty fun, though. Cat Lady playthrough in Gen 7 is a pretty good idea. Gym Leader Norman has three Pokemon. Yeah, and this is a normal type theme gym. Which is like such bullshit. Yeah, especially when it's like, you know, we've had... Oh, I just got it. I just figured it out. His name's Norman. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good, I guess. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's also like, come on, guys. Like, we've had a normal... We had Whitney. We've had a normal gym. There are other types. And at least Whitney had a thing, you know? Her thing was like, I'm normal, but, like, it's sort of farm-themed. Yeah. Norman is just like... Here's three ugly Pokemon, and actually, Josh, I want to talk about those ugly Pokemon because one of them, and by one of them, I mean two of them, is my you-make-me-barf Pokemon of the week. And it's Slacking. It was bound to happen. And I know you're on a Slacking journey right now, but this is the first time I've seen one in the flesh, and I think it's so gross and ugly, and I have to say a big part of it is the Bazongas. Yeah. It's got big bazongas that it's just... Heaving bazongas. <laughs> and it's like lounging on the ground all the time, too. And it's like dumb little mouth is open. Like, he's like, hey, check out these bazongas. He's got a little pig nose. Like a underbite with a big tooth and like 
wrinkles on its forehead. I'm sorry. I know you're on this journey, and I know that you're like a huge fan of uh, the, no. the Slackoth lineup. No, I'm not a fan at all. And uh, also, let me tell you, facing down two slackings, and he has a Vigoroth in the middle. That was a nice like palate cleanse, you know, relatively speaking. It's not great either. But seeing the two slackings, I was like, I, I don't know if I could fucking live with myself. Yeah, it's really gross. It's obviously great psychological warfare, and I understand that the Pokemon is very good. It's like, what, tier A, or is it S? It's at least A. But I just, I don't fucking hate it. I don't know. Did you notice that his Vigoroth had an ability called Vital Spirit rather than Truant? I mean, mine does too. Okay, so truant skips a generation. It's not like so abilities can ch- can change with evolutions. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I thought maybe that was something that like maybe you could get yourself a Slack King that didn't have truant. I unfortunately have had to put some thought into this, and I was like, okay, so it starts off as this like kind of lazy sloth, and it's like a baby Slackoth, and then it grows up, it evolves at level eighteen, so it's like this Riley like youth. You know, and then it lashes out with like the vital spirit and it's like starting fights and like going out drinking late and like sleeping with a bunch of other Vigoroths, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, all right, I'm done with my crazy youth and I'm going to settle down. And then it's slacking and then it's back to fucking truancy and loafing around. He's like me. This is a guy in his mid thirties. And slacking does evolve at level 36. That's me. I'm level 36. I beat Papa very easily. I think I just did uh, Combuskin's double kicks on all of them. Super effective. I don't even have a fighting type, but like, what else is good against normal? Anything? No. I think like, you know, Skarmory went in and pecked the things to death. That's it. He says some like nice words. He like turns his back to you after the battle as though he's like hiding his tears. And he's like, you know, I'm not going to lie to you that... I'm upset as a gym leader, but I'm so proud as a father. And that felt nice. Yeah, it's validating. That was nice. I think he has a line about how he wants to, like, retrain and, like... I think that's a good idea, Norman. I think what you should do is ditch the entire Slackoth line. <laughs> I would maybe overhaul the entire gym scheme. I would, yeah, I would just take it in an entirely new direction if I were you, Norman. <laughs> let's do something cool. Let's do ice. Let's do dark... Or steel. Like, we've only had one steel gym, and there's so many fucking steel Pokemon in this game. Seems like everybody and their Pokemon mother is steel type. That's it. Oh, and he also tells you his final words are like, oh, also, uh, Wally's dad was looking for you. Yeah. You leave the gym. You've got the balance badge in hand. You go to Wally's house, which is like here in in Petalburg. Yeah, it's right next door to the gym. And then you walk inside. There's Wally's dad. He thanks you profusely for saving his boy's life. It's not like I fucking escorted him to Verdanturf. He found his own way there. I don't I don't know what I did other than like harbor a deep resentment and dislike <laughs> for Wally. Um, we inspired him by helping him catch a Pokemon and I don't know, not beating him up because I think everyone probably beats him up usually. Ah, okay, yes. I am a hero for not beating up Wally. Yeah. Daddy Wally gives you Surf, which is a relief, because now the the entire map is opened up for us. What a relief. 
this is normally where our journey would end, Joshua, but as I said yesterday when we were typing up our show notes, I texted you and said, hey, this is not a long journey we've been on so far. Should we push it a little bit? And we said, yes, let's go find a couple side quests. Yeah. So with surf in hand, with my Zigzagoon trained in surf, and I got to say, man, Zigzagoon, what a versatile HM friend he is. How are you fitting on a Zigzagoon? It's so weird to me that your question about that is, how do you fit on a Zigzagoon and not, how does a Zigzagoon surf? Uh, it's a foot. It's a raccoon. It's a foot long. I think how do you fit on it is a pretty valid question. <laughs> it's a raccoon. <laughs> how is it surfing? It's a really good question also. But I was so surprised when I fired up surf and saw that Zigzagoon could learn it. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> you already know cut and you already know rock smash and you already know dig so you may as well learn surf too that's a good hm friend maybe i should get myself a zigzagoon so anyway we kind of make our way back to the other part of hoen yeah and now we're back in in the old country again yeah i went up from Pedalberg through rusturf end up in verdant turf town and i made a stop over at the daycare center okay which is on Route 116 between Mauville and Vernon Turf, uh, because I needed to pick up another egg. Because as I said... You're making babies. Yeah, and I got that. And I wanted to get this Pokemon before I would go into our side quest. So I took it, and I trucked over east to Mauville, and then headed south, and I got on that fucking cycling road, and I have never spent more time on a cycling road. What? Why? Well... Oh, to hatch your egg. I needed to rack up steps for two reasons one pokemon that i was training is a happiness evolution you get like one more point of happiness for every 256 steps and if it's in the front of your party you get extra happiness so i had this thing at the front and then i got an egg in the back and then i'm just doing loops on this fucking cycling road i have two comments there Uh i first of all i don't think mock bike is the way to go it was too fast, and I swapped it. We talked about this last week. Mock bike is too fast. Yeah. It's annoyingly fast. It goes too fast, and you bump into things, and then it slows you down even more, and it's just like, at this point, I'm just going to go get the fucking acro bike, and then I can do wheelies. Plus, you don't bump into shit, and the reason that I was so annoyed by that is that on Cycling Road, which I'd never fully cleared, I kept bumping into these fucking triathletes, and I got a trainer danger for these triathletes. And it's trainer danger. Triathlete Jasmine. And it's triathlete Jasmine. Yeah, but it's all of them. Yeah. They're all on notice. You know that I've had a problem with the triathletes ever since Gen 1. The ones that swim out on Route 19 or whatever, south of Fuchsia City. I don't like these triathletes. This is a um, issue that extends beyond these games, too. I've heard you say that you don't like triathletes in real life, too. I think it's an overarching issue. <laughs> Jasmine, triathlete Jasmine, she's like, my thighs are like rocks, and I'm going to crush you with them. I'm like, whoa. What? I'm 10. I'm like a child on like a little kid's bike with the fucking ribbons coming out of it, and you're talking about crushing me with your thighs? That's going to give me a complex. It's very uh, inappropriate. Again, 
congratulations. You've seeded a fetish that's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Definitely. And I'm not going to be sexually fulfilled unless I'm being crushed between a strong woman's thighs now. Thank you, yeah. Jasmine. Thanks, Jasmine. For doing that to me. I was just trying to ride my bike and raise a couple of mon, and I come out of it with a complex. Rydell, by the way. My Rydell. You were riding your Rydell bike, I should say. Well, and I should also say... Because we do owe him the free promo, because he did give us a free bike. Right. But one of these other triathletes up there made fun of me for the Rydell bike. What? Oh, I see those Rydells everywhere. Like, nice Rydell. I'm like, how do you even know? And then he's like, well, Rydell's written all over it. I'm like... "Uh so they think my bike's not cool enough. They think my thighs aren't rock hard enough. <laughs> I know you, Josh. Your thighs are not rock hard enough. <laughs> no, they're not at all. <laughs> that That is true. Like tapioca pudding. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I got a problem. I got a problem with triathletes. I don't like anybody who's yelling at me about how impressed they think I should be about their running and biking and swimming and whatever. It's like, I'm trying to relax, man. I don't even know how to swim. Congratulations. Uh, you can swim now. for 100 miles. I don't even know how. <laughs> and I guess what? I'm fine. Yeah. I'm 36 year old. 36 year old. I'm, ma- I'm married. I have a kid. My life is going great. Yeah, yeah. And I've never learned how to swim. You don't need this. So congratulations. You wasted your life. <laughs> yeah. We're all really impressed, triathlete Jasmine. What do you even do out there while you're swimming? You can't wear headphones. You're just alone with your thoughts? That sounds awful. I, mean, I think they must have headphones you can... Fuck, how does that work? That sounds awful to me, swimming without headphones. Th- what are you going to do, think about things? For like an hour? That's a nightmare. No way. No way. Northward, Joshua, to Mauville City, where we encounter a unique sprite walking the city streets. Yeah. Who is that man, I think to myself as I approach him, and it turns out that it's our old friend Watson. They let him out of the gym. From the Mauville City Gym. He's on the loose. <laughs> He's on the loose, and you approach him and you say, Sir, what are you doing out here? He gives you just the most confusing <laughs> <laughs> side quest, which is, now that you have surf, there's a secret underground city underneath mauville called new mauville city yeah and there's a power plant down there and the generator is going haywire and i need you to go down and turn it off i think i didn't really follow and it's like he's this like rambling old man who's like out on the street and it's kind of like listen just you know give me the key i don't know what you're talking about so confusing the generator is turned on and like we have to turn it off but i don't know why and like you go down there and it turns out that it's just an, an entire underground facility that like a bunch of electric type pokemon live in and feed off of this generator and watson who's the fucking electric type gym leader wants you to turn off the generator and i i guess kill all these electric type pokemon and it's like these are your dudes, Watson. They're like your charges. Yeah. What are you doing? This is essentially a wildlife preserve for electric type Pokemon. Yeah. And Watson's like, nope, shut it down. <laughs> and it like, you have to get in through a cave, but it's like a fully built building underneath it. It's so confusing and so weird. And it's the whole thing with like, in Kanto as well, with these power plants, like, why are all of these 
Poke Earth inhabitants like throwing up power plants everywhere. And then they're like, oh, no, no, no. And then they shut it down. Where are they getting their power from? Is it like they built all of it and then there was a Green New Deal and they were like, we gotta shut this down. I just don't get it. I also hate being railroaded into these decisions because like this is what happened with the meteor last week with magma too. It's like, no, I like that plan. Let's do that. But no, the option here is to shut down the generator and kill all the electric type Pokemon down there, which I guess is Watson's dream. Well, you could just not go. You could leave it there. Yeah, but then I'm not going to be able to get Thunderbolt from Watson. Yeah, and that's an excellent TM. Yeah. So I went to New Mauville. I did some training. I caught some Pokemon, Josh, and I think now would be the most appropriate time to finally, finally, Joshua, do our level check. Oh, you got a Mon in that New Mauville. Got a Mon in New... More, more like New Monville. Am I right? Yeah. Good one. Good one. It's level check. Level check. You've been tantalizing me all evening with your new Mon, and I would love to hear a little bit more about them. Yeah. And I'm sure, because we gave ourselves an extra day, you spent a lot of time leveling. Keep in mind, last week, we were all level 30. Put in hours on that. So I'm sure you did a lot of leveling and have a lot to show for yourself this week. And I'm sure all of your Uh, Pokemon have leveled up significantly from level 30. Uh, Go ahead and start. I don't know why you would think that when I had to put in a lot of extra time on my two new band members. Yeah, I got some new band members too. Okay. Mini Max is in a band too? Is this part of the... Sorry, I, I just sort of... I guess I meant that like colloquially. <laughs> I'm the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Tanner's least favorite band, and I'm only playing with Pokemon that he hates. Well, Pokemon that make me barf. Pokemon that make him barf, and he doesn't necessarily hate them, but he does hate Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hate's a strong word. You already used this joke. I'm not falling for that again. (laughs) Used appropriately here. Yes, I do hate them. Well, uh, the one you hate the most is up front, Tony Kiedis. Tony. Kim Buskin still, level 32. Look at my feet. Yep. I wanted to drag out the feet exposure as long as possible. Also, I just (laughs) didn't really have any fucking... I don't have any fucking time. Yeah. You'll see why when we get to the end of the list. Yeah. Chad Smith, still a Loudred, doesn't evolve until level 40. Wow. And it's level 31. I got to say, I was photoshopping the level check today for our episode that went out today. We're a couple weeks ahead, bug catchers. Yeah. I'm not going to take him off the list, but like, I respect Loudred. Oh, wow. I think I maybe have a little bit of respect for the latter half of that evolutionary line, Loudred and Exploud. Yeah, Exploud is cool. They're still gross. I think they still look gross, but like, I, I, I respete, essentially, is what I'm saying. Hesitant respete. Yeah. A respect. Yep. <laughs> Hillel Slovak, Lombre, level 30, nothing. Well, you got to get that water stone, leaf stone. I need a water stone, and I also, if I keep it, may breed a new one. God, you love breeding these Pokemon, you pervert. I have to because I have to max my stats because I'm dealing with you. Yeah. You turn me into this. Yeah. But I have it because I have Surf now, so now it finally has a fucking water move. A good water move, So too. that's good. One of the Great best. Great water move. Yeah. Then we have Cliff Martinez, Kadabra, also level 30. You're going to have to evolve that thing at some point, huh? Again, not sure if it's going to make it. So 
it's in a holding pattern for now, but I could not take on more with the next two. So we have John Frusciante. Frusciante? John Frusciante. Anyway, Crobat, level 29. We all know John Frusciante from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. John Frusciante is guitar, backing vocals, keyboards, synthesizers, percussion, and bass occasionally. I'm sorry, did you say Crobat? Joined Red Hot Chili Peppers in 1988. What? Did you say Crobat? Yeah, it's a Crobat. What happened to you, man? You happened to me. You've driven me to this. You caught a Zubat. Yes. Oh, I caught a lot of Zubats. Oh, this is because I your... wanted one with a jolly nature. You can capture them at level seven. You so captured I just caught a one. buttload of Zubats, found one with a jolly nature, evolved it to Golbat, and then I believe—correct me if I'm wrong—happiness evolved it into Crobat. That's right. Woof, Joshua. <laughs> and it's level twenty-nine. Welcome to my last gen. Isn't Happiness Evolves the worst? It was still bad, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been because I had that soothe bell ah, that I got right, from right. someone I in Slateport, I think. I think at the Pokemon fan club. And that gives the Pokemon that is holding it grows its happiness faster. Yeah. And I always had it at the front of my lineup and I was doing all of this hatching for the next Pokemon. So I'm actually pretty impressed I already got Crobat at level 29. Ugh. It evolved at level 26, in fact. It's so disgusting to look at. I think it's kind of a cool look. I hate Golbat. I hate Zubat. But Crobat's kind of, like, sassy. Yeah. I'd, it's uh, got that uh, snarl. Agree to disagree on this one. It's got attitude. I'll tell you what, Josh. Can I tell you something that you're going to like? What? I think it's S tier. It's A tier. Okay. So another A tier Pokemon for Josh. And that is replacing Seviper because Seviper was never going to be long for this world. Poison for poison, though. And at least you got an A-tier poison now. R.I.P. Jack Sherman. Wasn't in the band for very long anyway. Jack Sherman was already only around for a year. And again, we don't need a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers lore. <laughs> yeah. Then we have Dwayne McKnight. If there's any justification, and like, again, I'm not here to, if you like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, that's fine. <laughs> and I, I, I don't mind that. Like, I, I like a lot of dumb bands too, you know? But it's like, if there's any indication that the Red Hot Chili Peppers are a bunch of like dumb dorks, it's the fact that they have people called Dwayne McKnight and Chad Smith <laughs> playing for them. Yeah, uh, that's true. Chad Smith is especially brutal. Yeah. And Chad Smith's probably making it till the end. Dwayne McKnight is also going to be making it until the end because it is a trap inch. Trap inch. Yeah. And it will be a Flygon one day. And Flygon is a Pokemon that I love. It is a ground dragon. And trap inch, trap inch is a ground. And it's level six. It freshly hatched. You want to know how many of these I went through? <laughs> Take a guess. Um... Eight. Actually, uh, this is the eighth one. <laughs> what a good guess. I hatched eight of these fucking things, which is thousands of steps. What did you do with the unviable eggs? Well, they hatched. I'm going to release them, but I kept them in my PC so that I could count how many I got. So you just have like one box that's full of like infant trap pinches. Yeah, they're all level five and they all have bullshit natures because I needed an adamant nature 
Adamant raises attack and lowers special attack, and he's going to be a fully attack-heavy Mon. What happened to you, man? You've turned into a complete monster. You're, like, genetically altering and breeding all these Pokemon. It's your fault. Eliminating all these Pokemon who don't meet your standards. No, I'm going to release them into the wild. Disgusting. They'll be fine. What happened to you, man? You happened. I've been driven into the ground, and all the choice that I have is to raise a f- just jacked up, steroided up Listamon. And you've only seen the beginning. You've only seen the beginning. Great lineup, each more disgusting than the last. I think they're starting to look good, but okay. I think Trapinch is actually kind of a cutie, but I think Flygon. How do you not like Flygon? Flygon's cool as hell. It's just like a fucking dragonfly, gross dragonfly, ugly bug, ugly thing. With like probably cool like lizard leathery skin, green skin and like big bug eyes and like long like horn antenna. Is this like a thing for you? You like like... I just think it's cool. It's like a classic, other than the eyes, it just kind of looks like a classic green dragon. And you know I like dragons, man. Are we talking about the same flygon? I think it's cool. No, it looks like a fucking dragonfly. <laughs> it's ugly. Well, obviously it's based on a dragonfly. And Vibrava is even ugly. Like, Vibrava's the true dragonfly. Well, Vibrava's obviously a dragonfly, yeah. But, like, I think it's ugly. Sorry. Fine. We'll see what the bug catchers have to say about that. Well, the bug catchers are obviously going to love it. Joshua, I'm imp- I'm impressed with your, <laughs> your lineup. Not impressed with the levels. May I talk about my Pokemon real quick? Yeah. I guess. Stanislaus. What? And what kind of a name is that? Like, where is that from? Stanislaus is the name of a county in Modesto, California. Okay. And there's some debate on whether or not Stanislaus, you pronounce the S at the end or not, but I have elected to pronounce the S at the end of Stanislaus. And how did you come across this name? I don't know. I just thought of it. Okay. Go on. Stanislaus is renamed. It's an old familiar Pokemon, but renamed because... This Pokemon has finally achieved S-tier status, and it is my Swampert. Wow. Formerly Augustus, now Stanislaus. Swampert is level 36. Freshly evolved. Freshly evolved, yes. Next up in my lineup is Sephora, my Skarmory, Mm -hmm. level 35. All right. That's pretty good. Then it's St. John who also is freshly evolved into Claydol. Hate looking at it. Oh, man, it's so bad to look at. Hate looking at it, love watching it, walk away. (laughs) Because, boy golly, Claydol is just a tidy, nice, tough little Pokemon. How does it work, you know? Like, what is this fucking thing? I don't know, because... It floats around, it's got levitate. It's got levitate, yeah, It's it, that's its ability, which is great, because, like, it's impervious to ground moves. But I read a Pokedex entry that said that it's 10,000 years old, which makes it seem like there's only one Claydol, and I have it, which is not true. But it just evolved. Yeah. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> Claydol are... You're reading the entry? You're reading the weird entry? Yeah. Claydol is an enigma that appeared from a clay statue made by an ancient civilization dating back 20,000 years, and it shoots beams from both of its hands. Yeah. 
It does have hyper beam. Seems like a non sequitur. It does have hyper beam. Already. Yeah. God, these fucking, with your Gardevoir with having Psychic at level 26 and this thing's got fucking hyper beam. I, this is why I'm I, I, the way I am. Aesop, my Ninjask, level 34. I'm not sure Ninjask is long for this world. I'll give you one clue why. Aesop is its name. It's not S tier. It's not S tier. And you demand S tier now. I demand excellence, yes. And there is a bug type Pokemon on the S tier list that I will eventually gain access to. A Pokemon that I think is pretty fetching and gives me, I think I made this joke when we talked about it originally. Oh, Heracross. It gives me Mega Horn. You're Mega Horny for Heracross? Yeah. Next up is Ainsley, my Gardevoir, level 35. Ainsley is also potentially not long for this world because I have Claydol, and I don't need two psychic types. God. Joshua. May I sing you a song? Yeah, lay it on me, stream beat. I used to think that I could not go on And life was nothing but an awful song But now I know the meaning of true love I'm leaning on the everlasting arms If I can see it, then I can do it. If I just believe it, there's nothing to it. I believe I can fly. I believe Swellow can touch the sky. I think about Swellow every night and day. Swellow spreads its wings and flies away. Wow, that was beautiful. Joshua, that song was in memoriam of Swellow. Cheers. My beautiful flying Pokemon whom I loved so much, who has been exiled to the boxes because while I was plumbing the depths of new Mauville City, I caught a new Pokemon. Oh. Called Shotkey. Shotkey. <laughs> the names are just really getting wild. And I caught Shotkey as a Magnemite. Oh, God. But have since leveled it up to a Magneton. Oh, my God. And I hate it. I hate Magneton. I think it's so ugly, but. I didn't need a pure flying type Pokemon on my team when I already had Skarmory, a flying steel type, with plenty of great flying moves. Yeah. So, RIP Swellow, welcome Shotkey the Magneton, level 30. Eh, I really don't love that I'm dealing with two steel types now. One steel flying, one steel electric. God. R.I.P. Swellow, welcome Magneton. Josh, that's new Mauville City. Yeah. That's this episode. We found a couple little side quests to carry us through. Next week, Joshua will be taking on a new gym. I don't know what it's called. I don't know where it is. It will be the Feather Badge with gym leader Winona. Winona. 
And we will be joined by Fanula Jones of Bandwagons Podcast, a fellow bug catcher and a fellow show that also shares experiences about everything in the world rather than only everything in the Pokemon world. Yeah. So we're excited for her to join us on our journey to Winona. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Follow it on Stitcher and Spotify and everything else. Recommend it to a friend. Yeah, follow us on at EXP SharePod on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the subreddit reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers a bug catcher also made a discord and we don't really get discord we're old men but there is a discord and it's experience share pod i'll get on there i'll check it out i'll check it out i don't get it it's just a chat room yeah i think it's just a chat room and you can chat with your voice or you can chat with your fingers Well, I will not be chatting with my voice, but I will chat with my fingers. That sounds gross. That's it. Joshua, thank you for joining me this week. My name has been, as always, Tannerupt, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Fjellipper, a.k.a. Joshua Fjellstad. Josh, butt catchers, good night and goodbye. Smell you later. Smell you later.